Praise the Lord, my friends. Thank you so much for joining this podcast, the podcast of D.A. Smith Ministries. It is my prayer that the word of God that you hear today will bless you, empower you, and encourage you. Listen in to the word of God as it is taught and or preached and enjoy this podcast. God bless you. The commitment to growth and change. And that's where we're going to continue tonight. And uh, our theme verse that we uh, were found in and that we are in is 1 Corinthians chapter 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Praise the Lord. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Praise the Lord. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and uh, verse number 11. Glory to God. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse number 11. And it says, When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. All right. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. And I began to uh, talk about this last weekend. We said a statement, we made a statement rather, that kind of challenged us. And I'll repeat that statement. I said that uh, growth requires change. All right? Growth requires change. But if there's change, it's because of growth. Remember that? Growth requires change. But if you see any change, it's because of growth. And it takes commitment for both. It takes commitment for both growth and it takes commitment for change. And so what does that look like? What does that mean? What does that even mean? It means that if I'm going to have growth, and then in turn, if I'm going to have change, I have to now take responsibility. I have to take responsibility for my growth. I have to take responsibility for my own personal Growth in God and even naturally speaking. If you're on a job, you have to take responsibility for learning it. Okay? You have to take responsibility. Long gone are the days of playing the blame game. Huh? Well, if this was that, then this. We cannot play the blame game for our Lack of growth. Because we have to apply ourselves. We have to make the effort. You used to hear that in school all the time. 
He's a smart kid. But he just doesn't apply himself. Hmm? And some of you, you teachers that are listening to me, you, 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 you know that about students. Students smart, knows how, knows what to do, but just refuses to apply themselves. You have to take responsibility now. Uh, that's, that's an indication that you're serious about this. That's an indication that I no longer want to be in the same shape, in the same predicament that I'm in. I, I want to be better. I want to, I want to be better. I want to, I want to live better. I want to experience better. I want to know God better. I want to, to, to be at a better place than where I'm at right now. And that takes a, a personal responsibility. When the information is given, when the word is given, it takes responsibility on us. To take the word and not just hear it one time, but keep keep. Applying it. Okay? How many times have we came to Bible study, heard the lesson, and then put the lesson away? Never never took notes. Never uh, applied the lesson. We just heard it in that, that segment of time. We came to Bible study. We sat for 30 to 45 minutes. We listened to the teaching. Listened to the lesson. Maybe got <coughs> encouraged for 30 to 45 minutes, but we never took notes. We never uh, uh, made any observations. We never uh, uh, even wrote down the scripture or the, the lesson to come back to later in our own personal studies. We have to take personal responsibility for our growth. That's a part of growing up. Hmm? That's a part of growing up. Even in your natural life, you notice as you grow up, your parents start doing less. <laughs> right? If you're in your 20s, your, your 30s, you don't expect your parents huh, to remind you to pay your light bill. And, and even the more, you really don't expect them to pay it for you. You 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 expect them uh, to to uh, have shown you shown you the way to how to be responsible. But you don't expect your parents at twenty and thirty to call you every uh, first of the month and tell you you need your, you need to pay your rent. You need to pay your light bill, and then you definitely don't expect them to pay it for you. Hmm? Because you have grown to the place now where it's your responsibility to be reminded to pay your light bill. And if you don't, the, when you come in and you hit the switch and it don't come on, you will be quickly reminded. Help me, somebody. <clears throat> because Duke Energy and... and uh, uh, Four County don't play. Right? 
So I have to read my word myself. I have to pray myself. We on the fast this week. Awesome. Thank God for that. But I can't let this be the only fast I do this year. Hmm? I've got to now uh, mark on my calendar certain days I'm going to fast. Hmm? I, I can't, I got to, I got to do this for me and my house. I got to do this. And so Paul said, when I was a child, I spake as a child. <clears throat> I understood as a child. <clears throat> When I was, I did ask. When I was, I did ask. If you want to be better, if you want to, if you want to do better, you got to make the effort. And listen, you got to be willing to let go of what was. <clears throat> Paul said, when I was, <laughs> I did ask. But now I hit a point in my life where that was no longer acceptable. I hit a point in ministry. I hit a point in, listen, I hit a point where that was no longer acceptable to do. So I had to have a change of mind, change of heart. Uh, my, my way of living had to change. And, and sometimes... First, our old nature has to go. Y'all hear me tonight. <clears throat> and the important thing for us to understand is that what was can no longer be in where we're trying to go. It, it can no longer be in where we're trying to go. Some of the things we used to do, how we used to operate, Paul said, when I was, that's how I did. It was fine for that time. It was fine at that stage. Y'all hear me tonight? It was fine for right then. It was acceptable. But now at this point, we can't do that no more. Y'all hear me? We, we got to apply that naturally. We got to apply it spiritually. We have to apply that as a church. Huh? Things we used to just let slide and things we used to uh, let, um, that, that's, it, it's not harmful. Uh, we, we can't do that now because we, we're at a different stage in, in ministry now. We're at a different point now. In your, in your spiritual life, you, you can't let things slide. Uh, when, when you, when you, uh, uh, Run and make an error, huh? You, 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 when you error in your way with God, <clears throat> you can't just, oh, Lord have mercy. No, no, no. You, that thing has got to convict you now to the point you say, Lord have mercy. You, you got to be to the point now where you're purely contrite. Right, so what was can no longer be. Even in our speech, Paul said, when I was a child, 
I talked like a child. <clears throat> you know, I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. Because I talked like a child. Sometimes, listen to what I'm saying. I, I, I talked like a child. Sometimes you can understand what I was saying. Sometimes you couldn't. Sometimes I spoke out of turn. That's what children do. I, I spoke out of turn. Sometimes I said things I shouldn't have said. Hello. Sometimes I, I thought like a child. I, I, I thought I reasoned like a child. You know, what's mine is mine. <laughs> I'm not sharing nothing. Forget community. You're on your own. I thought like a child. You hit me, I'm going to hit you back. You do me wrong, I'm going to do you wrong back. He said, but now uh, I, I, I hit a point where that was no longer acceptable behavior because I started to grow up. He said, when I became a man, when I became a man, I had to put away childish things. And that's what I, I ended with last week. I asked you, now what is it that you want to become? Or what is it that you are becoming? Hmm? Because many listening tonight, you are in the transformation process. <coughs> you see it for yourself. You see it in your life. You see God's hand moving. You know you're not the person you used to be. Somebody shout glory. You know you're not the same. Even from January 2019 uh, or 2020 to now, you're not the same person. Praise God for that. You know you are better uh, uh, than you used to be because uh, uh, you, you feel a change in you. Lord, I feel like running. You, you feel something different about you. You, you, you react differently. You talk differently. You, you feel like God is doing something. You can't articulate it necessarily. You can't explain it necessarily. You, you can't put it in words. You can't put it in writing. But you know that something is on the inside. Ha! Working on the outside. And a change is being made in your life. Huh? And it's not something that can be denied. Not by your friends, not by your family, not by your worst enemy, not even yourself. You can't talk yourself out of this. God is doing something on the inside of you. And so you are becoming something different. Hallelujah. I feel the anointing tonight. You're becoming something different. I want you to type that in the comment. Or if you're on the phone line, I want you to repeat that. Say, I'm becoming something different. Hallelujah. I feel the, I feel the glory of God. I'm becoming something different. And that's not a bad thing. But the thing I'm becoming is I'm becoming more and more like the image of God. I'm becoming what God has called me and purposed for me to be. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And so, as growth takes place, hallelujah, I done forgot all about the propane now, so I feel glory. <laughs> hallelujah. As growth takes place, as maturity manifests, as you're going through 
this process in your life of becoming. Some things must, listen to me, some things must, it's not an option. Some things must be put away because it no longer fits. It's not, it's not, it's not voluntary. Some things must. Paul was very, very, very specific when he said, when I became, I put away. Some things must be put away. And through the, through the leading of the Lord, he leads you into these things. Because he says in Proverbs, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not to thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him. He'll direct thy path. You have to ask him, Lord, what is it? What is it that I need to, to, to uh, let go? Even in church, in our ministry, we have to look to God and say, what are we doing? That's not right. That's not in order. That's not in protocol that we need to let go. Even in our spiritual lives, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm not worshiping you enough. I need to let go of my lack of worship. Maybe I'm not praising you enough. I need to let go of my lack of praise. What is it I need to let go? Because that no longer fits for where I'm going. It no longer fits. No longer fits. And so you wonder sometimes why you're always frustrated with a certain thing. Always aggravated. It's worth looking into it. Why does this keep aggravating me? Why does this keep frustrating me? It, it could be because you're still trying to hold on to it. But your growth is calling for you to let it go. How does a 13-year-old child look trying to play with the little uh, Fisher-Price toy that's made for a two-year-old? How do they look? They're frustrated. It's boring to them. It it doesn't fit them. And on the package of the toy, it says for ages two to three, ages four to six, it tells you on the toy what the age is that the toy is appropriate for. Not just for safety reasons, but for entertainment purposes. Because some children, if they're, they're beyond that stage, they're not going to be entertained. you just wasting your money with buying them that. And so it, tell, it tells you, all right, now, if your child is between four and six, this might be a good toy for them. It's safe for them, and it's a good development toy for them. A good learning tool for them. This is a good toy for them. Don't buy this for your 14 year old son. And so growth is calling us sometimes to just change our way of thinking. 
Because it starts right here. Our way of thinking. Lord, if we ever just change our perspective, change our thinking of, of how we see things, how we look at things, how we perceive, how we look at a situation, sometimes that can, that can uh, uh, just push us into a whole nother dimension. Sometimes our biggest, our biggest hindrance to growth is our mind. We, the way we are looking at things, the way we see things, we see it with one, one vision, one way. We don't look at it from a different angle. But growth is now calling us to look at the broader picture. Look at the broader picture. That may mean we may have to read more. We may have to uh, uh, reach out, praise God, to, to people that have expertise. Y'all not hear me tonight. In the subject matter. Uh, they can't tell me nothing. They ain't saved. Well, <laughs> if they have expertise in the matter... That you're trying to grow in, eat the meat, spit out the bones concerning the matter. But it could help you expand your thinking. Right? If you're trying to grow uh, your financial base and you're trying to get in stocks, you need to read and talk to somebody that knows about that. Right? That, that would be the logical thing to do is to, to talk to someone who, who does that and has been successful in it, uh, and is an expert in that. You wouldn't talk to your plumber about it because unless your plumber is an expert in it, otherwise your plumber is, is an expert in getting your, uh, your pipes unclogged and so forth. Not to take away from the plumber, but the plumber's job is to do what he's doing. I'm just, me and Fred gonna talk, we and Fred gonna figure it out. Okay, you and Fred. Fred have you in the red. (laughs) Praise God. So, growth is calling us to change our way of thinking, our way of operating. In our way of doing things. Growth. Is calling all of us. To break traditional habits. And norms. Because you simply are not there anymore. You hear me? Growth. Is calling for us. To break traditional. Some traditional. Habits and norms. Because where you are, it does not fit. I said some. Not all traditions are bad. Not all traditions are bad. And so you have to be discerning. Again, acknowledge him in all his, your ways, he would direct your path. Not all traditions are bad. But some can be detrimental to your growth. And there's some that just do not fit. They don't fit for where you are. 
you're not there anymore. You don't, you don't, you don't, it does not work. And some things you, you're still trying to do for the sake of keeping up and for the sake of uh, uh, showmanship and for the sake of not wanting to hurt others' feelings. But all the while, it's, it's stunning your growth. It's, it's putting you in an awkward position. And you can't do that. You know, when I was in my teens, in my 20s, I used to buy shoes that um, were fashionable. I mean, I had shoes that would go with every outfit, every suit. And they would knock you out. They would knock you out. Them shoes was nice. But when I got in my <clears throat> 30s and started having to, have, having to have back problems and ultimately had to have a, a, a major back surgery on both sides, listen, I don't care if you like my shoes or not. I don't care if they're fashion, a fashion statement or not. I only care about being comfortable. Because I have grown out of that phase of being fashionable. I just want to be comfortable. You hear me? When I have to stand up for 45 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes, I don't care about being cute. I want to be comfortable. And so certain things just don't fit anymore. You have to accept that and uh, uh, go with that. Life conditions change. Praise the Lord. And so, as this takes place in our life, as growth takes place, as changes take place, one thing you'll notice, and I'm coming to a close for tonight, one thing you'll notice, stuff that used, things that used to bother you, it doesn't even bother you anymore. Anybody can be a witness to that tonight. You know, things that used to would get next to you and get up under your skin and all oh, get you out of all upset and bother, bothered with uh, people and so forth and so it, it does not bother you anymore because you're in a different place mentally and you're in a different place spiritually. You just, you just, you're in a different place. Let's go to Matthew chapter 10. I'm going to read this. Matthew chapter 10, verse 14. <clears throat> you, you, you just, your place in, in, in your maturity now is, hey, it is what it is. God be praised. What Matthew ten fourteen say? And whosoever should not receive you, nor hear your words, when you depart out of that house or city, shake off the dust of your feet. That's that's where you that's the that's the kind of the place you get to. As you grow, look, I'ma tell you, I'ma do this, I'ma do that, and it's up to you. God, God bless you. If you don't receive, if you ain't with it, okay. 
it, it doesn't bother me. I'm not going to stand here and stunt my growth. I'm not going to stand here and let time uh, be robbed of time because you won't grow with me or because you won't receive me. I'm, I, I, I got to keep growing in the Lord. And then there's another uh, uh, change, uh, uh, something else that you'll notice. As your commitment to, to growth and change continues to manifest, something that you'll notice, something else you notice, you'll notice that even your appetite for the word changes. Anybody notice that? Your appetite for the word changes. Uh, uh, what you need to survive spiritually. Your hunger for the word changes. You, you, <clears throat> you no longer, first of all, you no longer satisfied with just uh, getting the word uh, sporadically. You, you, you desire to hear the word all of the time. Because you know that's where your nutrients comes from. That's where your, your, uh, uh, the food that you need to survive and grow comes from. That's one sign that you know you're growing. Is you desire to hear from God more. Lord, I can't wait to hear the word. And not just any word. I need the word of God. I need the word. I don't need somebody just talking to me, asking me, ain't he all right? I know he all right. We all know he all right. (laughs) I mean, that's okay sometimes, but tell me more and ask me more. Is he all right? I want to know more. Is he all right? Then he's all right. You got you. My my appetite for the word is more than is he all right or ain't he all right? I need to know what I need to do to be saved. I want to know what I need to do to 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 make it. I want to know the word of God. So like what First Peter chapter two says. Let's look at it. I'm coming to a close, I promise. Mm. God, I feel your spirit. First Peter chapter 2. Huh. My God, thank you, Jesus. First Peter chapter 2, verse number 2. <clears throat> As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, Listen, that you may grow thereby. Everybody starts out at the stage of newborn babes. Desiring the sincere milk of the word. We all start there. Because you need the milk. You need the basics to get started to grow. But then the Bible says that you may grow thereby. You don't stay on milk. You don't stay on milk. You don't stay on milk forever. Look at Hebrews chapter 5. 
Jesus. Lord, I love you. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 13. For everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But strong meat, listen, belongeth to them that are what? Of full age. Even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Those who have grown, who have grown, who, who are growing up, have grown up. Now, they don't, they don't want the, the, the milk anymore. Give me some meat. I'm, I'm older now in God. I'm, I'm stronger now. I can handle some meat. I'm, my senses are to the point I can discern good and evil. I need something stronger to hold me down. Milk won't carry me. I need some meat. When I come to the table, don't give me milk. Give me meat, Lord Jesus. Give me some meat that I can live thereby, that I can walk thereby, that I can talk thereby, that I can give God my best thereby. That's the challenge tonight. Will we continue to grow, continue to become in these days and times? Tonight, God is calling all of us to a higher place in him. We would do ourselves an injustice (coughs) to stay in the same place. God is calling us individually. God is calling us together. God is calling us as church, as a church family. It's time to grow and to become all that he would have us to be. Give God praise.